one day, one day, folks are gonna get uh, they're gonna get the unedited version of us miming the song like in our heads. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we know when to start and we know when that edit point. Because of course the show, of course the show is not edited. It's edited for like for listener enjoyment. Because we know they yeah. you, you don't want to hear st- not for censorship. Or you don't want to hear static. You don't want to hear dead air. And we get that because yeah. this is this is not the dead air podcast. Because that's not of course no no this is the shoot brothers wrestling podcast. This is the only wrestling podcast online in the entire world that is hosted by um, myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Yeah, don't you dare call us the Shoot Bros. Because oh, we are the Shoot the Brothers. The Shoot Bros. No, we, brothers, brother. We, we, brother. We, have a, we, have a, we have an ongoing feud against those Shoot Bros. Uh, it's, um, oh, well, yeah, the licensing, the... the oh my god, the bigger. copyright agreements, the... Yeah. Uh, thank god we have our on-field lawyers, Bud Goldberg on the case as always. Thank god, uh, the, our team of lawyers and law professionals here at the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast yeah. has saved He's our not related to times. Bill Goldberg, it's just a coincidence. No, just, just purely a coincidence. A fun coincidence. Fun coincidence, that's, yeah. but, you know, that's why we actually reached out to him, because uh, we sort of found him. <laughs> Folks, folks, you're you know what you're listening to this wrestling podcast. We had a great show coming up. Um, we have we have AEW last week. Of course, we had our eight first ever um, uh, title defense on AEW. Of course, uh, the Wednesday Night Wars are continuing on. NXT um, happens at you know at the exact same time. The exact yep. same time. <laughs> this is great. This must just must be what it felt like. You know, in, in those mid to late nineties there. Of course, you know we got. Uh, what else do we have? We're gonna we we got some news. We have a tweet of the Smackdown. week. We're gonna talk about yeah, SmackDown the, a little bit later too. The fallout of the draft. Everyone's settled. <laughs> Why do I feel now? like everything in the last month has either been a fallout from something, or a buildup, <laughs> or like the the go home to something else? First we were the go is. home before the draft, and now that lasted a week, and now we're a fallout from the draft. <laughs> Yeah. And the world and the world yeah. keeps moving on. But you know what? Before before we get into our weekly action, I think it's about a time that uh, we just take a little trip around the ring. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Around the ring, of course. Uh, we got news. News is always popping up here in the uh, in. The WWE news, 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 news. Mike, uh, you got a little, you got a couple pieces of news for us. Yeah, so hot off the uh, the official 2019 draft, we had some some people there. They were left unsigned. So uh, to announce the remaining signings, Raw took No Way Jose, Mojo Rawley, Sarah Logan, the Iconics, Zack Ryder, and Kurt Hawkins. While SmackDown picks up Luke Harper, Cesaro, Fire and Desire. Uh, Dana Brooke and Drake Maverick, so some pretty decent names out there. Some pr- so some pretty decent fills out the roster. Some pretty more. decent names out there. So I guess does that mean that right now Rowan and Harper are actually separated? Yeah, so oh, they're gr- officially great, split. Great. So that lasted a long time, right? <laughs> that lasted all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully they'll keep doing something with him. So I don't know. He didn't even get drafted, so that's not the best sign. But uh, yeah, seriously, he's still signed. I mean, yeah, you're still you still get some paycheck every week. So I mean. Yeah, and then uh, on the topic of that as well, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were traded to SmackDown, <laughs> but I don't know if I ever found out who went the other way. In the so you know what? Um, so know. so of course Maybe, they were yeah. traded for, and the official like wording of it um, is uh, undisclosed future conditional draft picks. <laughs> future considerations. Or Fu- f- yeah, That's they funny. might as well have just said like, yeah, fucking future considerations and cash. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, um, so, so that's not a steal. only it's a steal. Not only did they waste two different picks on them, they they just went ahead and traded them for nothing right away. Two picks for nothing. Uh, yeah, I guess like what was what they like what was the point? Them. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, they wanted them so badly that they drafted them separately, only to trade them before <laughs> they even rest. I don't know. Only to yeah, they could have just know. drafted them together. Kept a pick. I don't. I don't know. There that that entire that entire oh, thing. Yeah, that entire thing yeah. is problematic. It's been a weird week, has it? It's, it's been, been a weird, weird week and a half. At least they got traded together. I'm glad that uh, they're still there. They got a T-shirt out. You can't break them up yet. That's true. As soon as, soon as you get a shirt, you got to give that at least six months. Because oh, yeah. they're printing the shirts, they're print, they're printing those mm-hmm. little coffee cups that say a uh, couple guy, couple bliss or something. That, uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, little girl wants that shirt. You know what are you gonna do? Say Some no to that little girl. Of, be a little yeah, dick, be a bad father, be a dick about it. Be yeah. a dick about it. Yeah, this draft this draft continues on. This draft keeps moving. Um, <laughs> more news in the world of wrestling, though. We're gonna move over cross cross companies here to the AEW. Uh, where on some unfortunate news, Luchasaurus announced uh, via Twitter earlier on in the week that he's actually suffered from a torn hamstring. Uh, yeah, of course, that quad or the quad. Sorry, uh, you know, torn torn no, leg. <laughs> we'll uh, just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we'll talk about soon, uh, he's he won't be able to wrestle in that tag tournament. He gets replaced by another man. Yeah, he's but hopefully. So he did say torn. It's officially torn quad. Yeah, that's what he said on his uh, on on the Twitter page. Or actually, I think it was like uh, his girlfriend put it on her Twitter page, speaking for him. I don't think uh, I don't think he actually has one. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, that's a pretty decent uh, injuries, but hopefully, get that surgery done and be back before you know it. I mean, because yeah, super over decent injury. You know, and yeah, he's so over. That's what that's what sucks, right? You know, it's yeah. everyone the, the gimmick when your gimmick makes no sense and people want to see it. <laughs> I mean, boy, sure. <laughs> you got, you got, you got, you got to be doing something else, right? Uh, yeah, of so course. And we, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we wish you a speedy recovery, uh, dinosaur, brave dinosaur. There you go, there you go, Luchasaurus. Um, we're putting you over. Uh, we're gonna let's yeah. let's stick let's stick <laughs> okay. in the AEW world for a little minute. Um, talking about ratings, of course, everyone's all talking about ratings these days, just because our Wednesday night wars are back. Of course, in week three, AEW stayed pretty consistent. I think they went from 1.014 million viewers to 1.018 million viewers, yeah. so they climbed up a little bit. However, NXT dropped from uh, 790,000 viewers to 712. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that's not looking too good for the uh, the gold brand because unfortunately, um, their other two shows are also down in uh, in ratings. Uh, Raw is down uh, about three hundred thousand in the past couple weeks since the season opener. You know that season premiere, and uh, <laughs> since SmackDown moved over to Fox, where they drew three point eight seven million viewers in that week one, they're actually down to two point four million, which is thirty seven percent. Uh yeah, but that that first week was an outlier. SmackDown, SmackDown's usually hovering around that two and a half mark, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What what do you, like is that something that you know they you expected? I mean, of course, like we knew. So Bischoff is out. Was he the scapegoat? Uh, was that just something that's going to happen? Is that Vince telling the Fox executives like, hey, I'm fucking, I'm I'm serious about this shit too. You know, I'm gonna f- we're gonna fire the people who are in charge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're probably two were i think bischoff probably just wasn't fitting in in general but yeah might, might have know. been a weird hire in the first place that's entirely true 
yeah. <clears throat> and our final bit of news coming here. This is actually this is actually pretty goddamn big news. Um, and it's fresh, hot, hot and fresh off the presses, too. Um, coming out of the world of AAA down in Mexico. Um, of course, AAA has a working relationship with AEW. You know, uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, they are the AAA tag champs. And those belts have been featured in previous pay-per-views. Um, where uh, just last night at uh, Eros Immortales 8... Um, Kenny Omega defeated Phoenix to become the brand new AAA Mega Champion. Yes, I actually just watched this match uh, earlier today, and some crazy, yeah, fun finish. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's anyway, worth a watch. He, eh? like, you know what? I just I heard I yeah. heard the news. Haven't gotten time to uh, to do it. Okay, yeah. There's a cool, a lot of cool spots near the end there, and. Yeah, some fun, well, am, fun wrestling in that. I one. imagine Kenny Omega and Phoenix both uh, give us cool spots often. Yes, but uh, yeah, so he's the. I'm sure we probably won't see that title on AEW. But oh, I mean, else? we got to wonder. I mean, yeah, you 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 do kind of have to wonder. I guess when they were AEW pre-television, we did see those tag titles defended in that ladder match. Yeah. Um, but maybe now that they're on TV, think, uh, maybe execs might not want that uh, shown around. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, you know, it's it's so hard without living in the states. But do you think AAA I heard, even broadcasts yeah, I heard, on in the states somewhere? Maybe, maybe in the southern states. Maybe yeah, I, I, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but I heard Cody say something like, uh, "Yeah, like now." That they have their own tag titles coming in, they're not going to feature the AAA ones anymore. So, like, even though the Lucha Bros still have the titles, they never come up with them anymore or anything like that. Yeah, that makes sense. They're just trying to make it AEW. So, who knows? Though? I'm sure they could at least mention, like, oh, by the way, this past week Kenny Omega won the AAA World. Because title. yeah, it seems like like Jim Ross and Excalibur are far, or they're they're far more open on commentary to saying specifics, where Corey Graves will usually just say Japan or. <laughs> all over the world they use a lot of things yeah. like that but it's like jim ross will directly mention wcw which, which, yeah. which is a company owned by you know or it's a subsidiary owned by vince mcmahon right now yeah and he's like no we're uh, not gonna you know we're not gonna bullshit this you all know what wcw is so let's just fucking talk <laughs> about it <laughs> yeah no Maro and all that's good for that too good for uh, recognizing people's backgrounds and yeah, where they've wrestled all around the world. I wonder if that's a Triple H thing. Trips is cool. He's like, yeah, let's let's treat these people like they're smart. Let's not treat them like they're dumb. Yeah. Uh, makes it seem more real, more athletic. Uh, exactly. You, you know, know? I, yeah, it just seems so much. I don't know. <laughs> but there you have it, folks. That's a little bit of news hey. uh, around the ring this week. Yes. That's great. That's great. Never stops. Never stops. Never stops. Um, well, yeah, let's get let's get right into this. You know what? Because uh, we're on week three of my new favorite television show i guess we can say um <laughs> and uh well let's let's kick off with a little aew action aew all elite they coming for you vince better watch out it's too sweet uh, we're live in light the fuse yeah we're live in philly so we're getting this uh we know we know we have a title match coming up the first title defense by chris jericho he has darby allen coming up we uh there were a couple we matches even advertised tournament. before. We have this tag tournament that's still going. I think is it going to be yeah. crowned at full gear? Maybe I don't, I don't even no, know. No, so I found out it's going to be just on regular TV. Badass. Uh, like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So uh, maybe like October thirtieth or something. Two weeks from I don't know something around there or something. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's but, a smallish tournament, you know. So it may may just you know. Yeah. 
I'm sure. And then they can def- always defend the titles at full gear. So there you go. Of course, of course. And speaking of that tag tournament, we kick off the show with uh, with the first round of this tournament when we do have SCU taking on the best friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the SCU come out to start, but then the Lucha Bros attack them from behind and beat them down. And uh, Pentagon hits Daniels with a package pile trapper on the steel ramp. Looks pretty good. Looked pretty that looks pretty good. <laughs> like it, I think his head might have hit a little. So that yeah, Daniels he's dead. He's taken out of the picture. So Scorpio Sky comes running out, chases the Luchas away. Uh, they do the whole stretcher job for Daniels, and some of the members of the locker room are coming out to check. Well, on yeah, him, he so uh, the, uh, Rick Knox put up the X. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if you I mean saw that, that bump did look nice. Like that yeah, bump yeah, yeah, was nasty. You know, that was almost too close. Where I'm like, e, that might actually be an actual injury. I don't know about this one. <laughs> but yeah, wh- so the ref says they played it off. He can't wrestle. Yeah, ref throws him out. You can't wrestle. So Scorpio's guy says, "I'm going in." So there you go. He didn't just say, he "I'm to... going in." He sprinted around the corner. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just fucking yeah. Well, he didn't say yeah. shit. He just either he, way, he, it was, was it was settled. Yeah, he was going in no matter what. So, SCU versus the Best Friends. First round match here. Uh, Best Friends, they were dominating early on, but Scorpio gets the hot tag, starts running wild. They hit the big uh, doomsday knee off the top rope for a near fall. Um, Yeah, crowd was really hot for both teams. SCU, they gain control. They get a powerbomb into a dropkick to the back of the head, and that's their finisher. I forget what they call it, but they get the pin. So, SCU will advance to the second round. You know, and da- and down, uh, and, and their their cre- their credibility as a team is really what helps us. You know, helps move that story that they are a tag team, regardless of the disadvantages. You know, they kind of yeah. come behind. These are this is one of the best tag teams in the world, and uh, and Scorpio Sky, you know, was perfect in that role of coming in um, when the other two guys are down and out. Yeah, he looked good and. Yeah, it was a fun match. Fun opener. Uh, what does the rest of this bracket even look like? I mean, it, 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 do we have a potential next round matchup between uh, Lucha Bros and SCU? Or, or maybe they're different sides of the uh, thing? I can't no, really I think remember. It's, it's uh, Private Party versus Lucha Bros, which will be a really good match. Okay, so maybe... And then, so I guess SCU versus Dark Order, because uh, they got the bye. There's a chance, you know, SCU and, uh, and Lucha Bros could meet in that final. I, I think there's also a chance Private Party pull off another big win. And the Dark Order. <laughs> the Dark Order, yeah. I can't forget about them, even though... Let's uh, yeah, <laughs> let's move on to some more tag action. I think we I think we kick off the show with two straight tag matches, which... It was a night of tag action. Night of tag uh, action. So we have Santana and Ortiz taking on um, Reynolds and Silver. I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. I'm assuming... Yeah, John Silver, Alex Reynolds. I didn't... I just caught their name. But <laughs> yeah. Don't know anything else about them. Uh, and, of course, that's... You know, there's a reason for that. It was just a quick, easy win for Santana Ortiz. They hit the Street Sweeper as their finisher. Uh, they need a new tag name, though. I don't want to always have to call them Santana yeah, Ortiz. It's like a, need something quick. Yeah, you know, it <laughs> makes them feel more like a tag when you have a when you have a f- yeah. fun little thing. Uh, and then after the match, Jericho pops up on the screen to congratulate them, and he just puts them over and says that yeah, you know, that's why they're the in the inner circle here, and they want to beat up the Young Bucks at full gear. So I guess that'll be a match, just a regular tag match. Ortiz, Santana versus the Young. Santana Ortiz. You know what? I haven't um I haven't seen I haven't taken a look at that full gear card lately. So I guess we kind of have that Kenny Moxley and this uh then this championship match. Yeah, yeah Cody Jericho uh, probably 
get some tagging women. Yeah, in we'll need to throw some. Anyway. We'll throw some women's action on the card. So it's uh, you know only a few weeks away and shaping up already. Yeah, and speaking of the women, that's what we get next. We get a championship match: Riho defending her AEW Women's Title against Dr. Britt Baker. Um, DMD. Yeah, the DMD. Thank of you. course, uh, she's not a medical doctor. Well, I guess she's like a dentist. Yeah, no, but um, if she was on a plane and someone's having a heart attack and somebody said, <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? She could not say yes. No. No. Unless the guy was like, and what, I don't a know. Toothache? A really bad tooth. <laughs> yeah. My, my tooth I hurts. I don't know. The tooth had a bomb in it. We're like, we have to get this tooth out. It's bomb in it. We got to get it out now. <laughs> she could save the whole throw thing. Throw it out the plane. It'll explode. AEW, <laughs> uh, if you want to. So I just, you want to use that for a storyline? <laughs> if you, you want to use that, you're totally allowed. But yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, crowd crowd was split between these two. They're both, I guess they're both baby faces right now. So good, solid workers. A uh, couple little sloppy moments, but pretty good match for the most part. There was, uh, yeah, Britt Baker hits a real stiff looking super kick to Riho, but she kicks out at two point nine, and then uh, Riho hits a double foot stomp off the top rope onto Britt, but she kicks out at two. So they're going back and forth. Breaker almost locks in her lockjaw submission. But she can't get the hand in Riho's mouth, so that's when she rolls Britt up and gets the three. So, great match. Crowd was super into it by the end. And Riho, yeah, Riho uh, continues that title. title I know we're, 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 st- we're still building her up. You know, there's, I mean, there's still so, yeah. ma- so many of us who don't know anything about her. And, yeah, but she, really. We know that she always has that, like, never really out of a fight thing. She's great. She's great at that. You know, and they did that little handshake at the end of the match. This is probably a one-off. You know, um, yeah. So I don't. I, yeah, yeah, Britt Baker. I don't see she's going any further, but yeah, not at the moment. I mean, I think Baker. She'll she'll be one of those people that can go in and out of the the title picture. Cause she, yeah, she, she's got everything that says like top female face in the company. Yeah. she's got, or you know, she's got she's got all like kind of like the parts about that. But one right the, now, Riho is exactly. in charge. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll want the the first reign to last a little while. So either way, just give her a good string of matches like this, and we'll be just fine. So who do you think? Would would you know? It's funny. So we, we brought we brought in two belts on like not the same day, but you know like within relative. You know we brought in two belts. We still have another belt we're gonna bring in. Um, yeah. How do you how do you do that? Do you think like you know? So you're booking AEW. Let's say um, some you you put the belts on. You put the tag belts on somebody who has the shortest of the first reigns. I mean, you can't have three two hundred day reigns. You, no, you would think you would I, think out of the belts they have somebody has to drop it quicker than somebody else. Yeah, uh, I think the tag titles would probably be a good candidate for that. Just you know, I mean, there, there's, I, there's I think so Jericho much action. The longest. There's so much action in that tag division. You yeah. can't picture somebody and losing it or somebody winning or you know somebody going a long time without losing. Yeah, and Jericho, I think he's gonna have like a year long reign just to establish himself and. By the end of it, you'll be dying to see him get beaten. Then whoever they want to put over big time will beat him. Oh, okay. So it's just you know just. Or I don't know. I think he will have a two hundred plus day reign or maybe maybe a year. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Well, it's 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 entirely possible. It makes you it makes you think because we do know that first title change is gonna have to happen. Yeah. At some point, and, uh, it has to happen. He's got that inner circle to protect him in the meantime. So yeah, we're gonna have to build up to take on the battle he really does he really does uh okay more tag action yes another first round uh tag title match or tournament yeah lucha bros taking on jurassic express 
But as we mentioned, unfortunately, Luchasaurus is out. So we get uh, little Marco Stunt stepping up to the plate. Um, I guess, yeah, he's always been associated with the group anyway, so it makes sense. But uh, yeah, him and Jungle Boy, that's a pretty big size disadvantage. But it doesn't matter. A lot to overcome lot for these two guys. Yeah. Like they make the Lucha Bros look big and they're not that big. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, this match was tons of fun. The little guys are flying all around doing a bunch of innovative tag team maneuvers. Uh, Pentagon hits this awesome pump handle driver onto Marco's stunt that looks like he kills him, but he kicks out of it somehow. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Express, you know, they put up a great fight, but the Lucha Bros are just too much for them. And they hit a package, package pile driver foot stop combo to get the three counts and move on to round two to face Private Party next week. And this match ended up being a lot of fun. For uh, yeah. you know, for for them probably having to make a last minute change. I bet Lucha Bros were always going to go over whether Luchasaurus was there or not. Um, yeah. Did you see some of the the internet fallout to, after this match? People talking online. Okay. Um, if by people you mean Jim Cornette, then yeah, I. <laughs> oh, okay. No. no yeah, that. But then the people listen? who are sp- oh, Jim Cornette. Did the people not, who responded to Cornette. Jim Cornette did not like what was happening. Yeah. So he basically hated. He's like, oh yeah, how can these two little guys put up a good fight? Meltzer, Meltzer ended up liking it. Yeah, Meltzer was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or Meltzer was like, you know what, Marco Stunt, he proved me wrong. He went in there, had a great match, and he looked good. And, and for and then Jericho said the same thing. He's like, yeah, he's like, Marco Stunt was great. Uh, he made a name for himself tonight. And so blah, he's 5'2", blah, blah. 110 pounds. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, like, and, and for guys... And they lost at the end of the day. It's not like they won. And like, what are you complaining about? Of course, you know, and for and for guys like Pentagon and uh, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, like, to go full out on Marco Stunt, have him kick out a couple times. And I think there yeah. was even some kind of hur- Hurricane Rana type combo... That Marco yeah, Stunt pulled, pulled on Pentagon Jr. Moves. You know, like you can put you can put somebody over without, you know, with without being on your back for the one, two, three. Yeah, and and uh, uh, I, and, I, and I love that. It just feels so fair. I feel like if this was a Vince McMahon <laughs> match, there's no way Mar- like Marco Stunt would just be getting tossed around. Like it's yeah. nothing. Well, that's uh, it, it seems so fair, even though you see the size disadvantage. You think to yourself, like shit, anybody could actually win this thing. Yeah. But the, that's one of the great things about wrestling. Like you could pick your favorite match of all time. It doesn't have to have the guy you want to win for it to be the best match ever. You know? I mean, look like at your, your favorite guy could be on the losing end, and it's still the best match you've ever seen. I mean, look at some. Whereas, look at SummerSlam. Look at that. Look at that Lesnar match. Yeah. Neither one of us went yeah. into that. No, even wanting more, Bra- like, uh, Brock Lesnar to win. Yeah. Well, fucking even like the Mick Foley Undertaker, the Hell in a Cell. Mick Foley loses that match, but he gained more than anyone. He gained more than The Undertaker did from that match. Yeah, he got more over than anybody yeah. could have ever imagined. Yeah. So, uh, so that'll be the second yeah, round. So like, you, so like you said, uh, so like you said, Lucha Bros and Private Party will be, they, they've got a match in the second round of this tag tournament. And on the other side, uh, SCU and whatever they're called, the Dark Order, they Dark have Order, the match yeah, on, so. the, uh, on that next half. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Dark Order haven't had to do anything yet because they got that buy. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with those. We'll see if the minions show up again. Also, yeah, the fucking I forget they call. Yeah, them you 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 did name. call them something <laughs> at one point. They had a name, but I don't remember anymore. Okay, it's oh. more tag action, more tag team. I told you it was the night action. of the tag. Night of the tags, but, and you know what? And, and I don't care. And you know what I love too I is that care. like it's not tag team. It's all tornado tag wrestling with the occasional tag in. I love it. <laughs> it's like the rules of tag teams are still there, just kind of like eh. 
there was a couple weird tags where they were like yeah like both on the apron at one point i don't know it doesn't matter because it, 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 it doesn't fun. matter because it's so much fun <laughs> of course we know this one so we have hangman page and kenny omega uh taking on Pac and moxley um, all, all yeah. four of these dudes have had things with each other. You know, we have the elite over here, two of the top heels in the company on the other side. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, when they're they're always talking about that win loss record, and then you're throwing four big names in there, one of them that has to eat a loss. So, so now you know, is it even like? And, and and I was wondering this before because I thought it was something, but I think I might have been wrong. Where like, whoever takes a loss, does that is that like? they lose the match or is it like the team of blank the blank? team you both get the loss you both get the loss yeah so it doesn't matter who eats the pin oh, okay. the loss is a loss okay and that kind of comes into play in this match because uh yeah eventually they bring in the barbed wire bat in the broom and uh yeah moxley gets the upper hand and he's ready to hit omega with the barbed wire bat but pack stops him and he throws the weapons away because he doesn't want to get dq'd and ruin his perfect record so that was exactly why you know, Moxie doesn't give a fuck. Moxie just says "fuck you," gives him the finger, and he hits a paradigm shift, and then he walks away. So yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That that <laughs> so Moxley, that, yeah. that that had a stone cold feeling to it. Also, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm I like, like oh boy, did that guy doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Um, so and and yeah, I packed. can't I can't wait for those barbed wire accessories to come back. Uh, oh yeah, someone's gonna eat a barbed wire shot to the face, and we're gonna see some color. At full gear. Oh my God! It's gonna, We're gonna be, see it's some gonna color. Be Kenny. Here, here it's gonna be Kenny. Uh, I think Moxie was dying to bleed as well. He wants. To oh, bleed. he wants to bleed. Okay, you know what? It's gonna. Moxie's it's gonna crazy. be Moxley. It's gonna be Moxley then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Pack. They, they they're saying Pack all the time, so I'm going with Pack now. But I wonder. Uh, I think pack, I think Jr. Pack. Maybe Jr. Just can't pronounce Pack. Like yeah. he has to say Pack. Yeah, this, pack. You know, like two packs of curry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the southern twang that gets put on his. Uh, <laughs> You know, his voice right away. His thing. Tell me about the match, uh, Mike. Tell me about so it. So, Pac, he can't keep up. Now it's two on one, so he eats a V-trigger and a dead eye, so he's done. Uh, and that's the first loss for both Pac and Moxley. First loss in AEW. But they, So they said Cody kind of clarified more. He's like, yeah, it's wins and losses, but then there's also, like, weight to it, I guess. So, like, winning, maybe, like, winning a fatal four-way means more than winning a singles because you beat more guys. I don't know. There's certain things to consider. Yeah, I it's think it's not as cut and dry. Of course, but, right? Yeah. And I and I think they will certainly refine whatever the hell they're talking about, right? But it's yeah. like, yeah, because and I think I don't know. I I'm on board with it. Like I understand that you know, yeah, it's Peter cool. Peter Avalon can lose a bunch of matches. If he starts yeah. to have a little string of success, you're like, it's 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 like when you're looking at a sports team. It's like, you know, uh, let's say let's say coming into the last week of the regular season, you know, a team is. You know, forty-two. You know, a, a team that's like fifty and thirty, let's say, right? Versus, uh, yeah. you know, but but their last ten games have been two and eight. Versus a team that's fifty yeah. and thirty who are on a nine and one streak. You're kind of like, oh shit, yeah. these guys are clearly on the rise. You know, it's just like one more little stat for you to break down, right? Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it. All right, let's go to the main event. Main event time. Yeah, we get a world championship match. The pain maker, Chris Jericho, defending against Darby Allen in a Philadelphia street fight. And yeah, Chris, he brought the pain maker gimmick tonight. He had the face paint on. Shit. Is it called a gimmick? Or I, th- I think I mean, it's not like the demon, but I think that's officially when he's the pain maker. He's wearing. He's, his he's little, got the little the, cr- the crisscross. The Alice applesauce. Cooper type. He does kind of look yeah. like Alice <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay, I get the gimmick now. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, man, this was a great match. Great main event. Darby Allen got to look like a, I don't know, just a good spotlight. I mean, we already seen him in some cool matches, but this is a main event. So, and of course, we had all the the usual though the kendo sticks in there, uh, a chair. Uh, yeah, Darby goes to set up a chair in the corner, and then he goes to get some tape. Or Jericho gets the tape and tapes Darby's hand behind his back, and then proceeds to just beat the shit out of him. He can't defend himself, but he still then he starts just he's like he's Orange like, he's like worming himself away, <laughs> like using his neck and his fucking head to like yeah. skitter off. Yeah, and then he fucking hits a springboard moonsault with his hands behind his back, which looks awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, and he hits a suicide flip through the ropes. Uh, he's not done. He he climbs up the rope, hits a whisper in the wind off the top rope. Even just climbing the ropes, hands. Did you see how he was doing that? That was the most impressive part was, was watching. Yeah, he's just like, doom, doom, I'm, like, like holy fuck. I'm here. I'm sitting on my couch <laughs> thinking to myself, like, can I do anything with my fucking hands tied behind my back? And I'm, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh, I couldn't. Like, how could I do this? <laughs> yeah. So he does that whisper in the wind off the top. Uh, Jericho kicks out it too, and he starts fighting back. He grabs Darby's skateboard and power bombs him on top of it. Uh, and then he goes to hit him with the chair, but Darby drop kicks it into his face. He goes up to the top rope for the coffin drop, but then Jake Hagar comes running down and pushes him off which allows Jericho to lock in the walls for the submission victory and then the rest of the inner circle just come to join him in the celebration uh, celebrate with some bubbly they had the, the bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> so uh, good main event another solid episode of dynamite and Darby Allen even though he lost it's another Darby Allen where he keeps great. looking bet like getting every single week he keeps doing yeah, these incredible he, things he allegedly had Jericho beat there. No one's kicked out of the coffin drop if it wasn't for Hagar to save Jericho. So. And that's what I was thinking. It kind of like saves that move too because it's yeah. so impressive. Like is that within the the rules of the match, it was a clean win, but it's still yeah, like of course, a... Of course. Yeah. The, yeah the, exactly. the coffin drop is one of these weird things where I find it impressive because I think it's relatable because we've all fallen backwards and we know what that sensation <laughs> is like of falling backwards and not knowing where the ground is. Yeah. And, just to th- and then you're thinking yourself like Darby Allen's climbing up a fucking... climbing up ropes... <laughs> to cough and drop onto Hands a wooden free. barrel on like you you would have oh, I, yeah. you can just picture I can picture falling He just jumps he's like okay and he jumps for Hopefully it like I'll picture land. falling yeah. 15 feet on your back <laughs> like it's it's it seems so relatable and uh blind, yeah. and and Darby Allen Darby Allen just keeps going over and this is two just two matches in a sh- in the same show where the winner of the match put over the loser of the match somehow yeah, like Darby loses, but no one expected him to win. But we got a great match, you know. And and, and the Lucha Bros won, and nobody expected as soon as especially as soon as we saw Marco stunt, nobody expected that team to win either, and ended up yeah. providing two and entertaining things to watch on television. Exactly. Right. And that's yeah. So just another another good episode. Good episode of Dynamite. Another great episode of AEW um, Dynamite. And so, but but going on at the exact same time. Over on you know, however many channels, you know, probably 20 channels different, you know. Yeah. Well, one more AEW thing real quick. Uh, that was it, wasn't it? Just the one. Well, there was the one match on AEW Dark, I think. Oh, which one? About which there. ones did you watch? Omega versus Janela. Yeah. Did you watch that match? That was great. The unsanctioned match. Yeah, that was an awesome fucking uh, 
Kenny Omega, like when he flips over, hits his leg on the guardrail. That looked pretty painful. Yeah. <laughs> they, I, I, there's yeah. going to be a point where they have to extend those. Those guardrails are, yeah, because that's a. There's been a couple that they've. And uh, like, this is like a 35 year old man jumping at full speed. Like, you need to give yeah. him a little bit more leeway <laughs> there, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple a, other good a, spots. A, a, a w, oh, sorry. Are you gonna k- keep going with that match? That's, yeah, there was just the uh, yeah. They had the upside. They had the table placed upside down. Someone got smashed through that with the legs facing up. Um, then the crazy shit was when they set up all four chairs in the ring, and then Janela like seated chairs, and then Janela just gets thrown spine first, bouncing off the ends. But that wasn't enough. Kenny Omega <laughs> hits a V trigger, and then the one winged angel onto a seated chair. That looked painful, and Omega gets the win. Amazing match. That was like a pay-per-view match on AEW Dark. On AEW Dark, yeah. I think there was another... Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think... The, I didn't watch the whole episode. Oh, okay. I think I watched the other ones. There was uh, another multi-man tag match, I think. And uh, what else was happening? Yeah. Oh, the librarians were doing something. I think they're really. I okay. think they're really funny. So I. Uh, I like them. I like them. I, I like. Them. I like them. I like. I like gimmicks that yeah. are just fucking. Leva Bates. She could be like their Lacey Evans. She's got a character. It's a. Uh, you know. If you have a character, fucking good on you, man. You're. You, that's yeah. something. Make it work. Make it Make work. It. Make it work for me. And there you have it. But that was AEW. That was dark. So that was actually like the show. That was actually the the matches from the week yeah. prior. It, so we we'll have more dark matches coming up. Um, yeah. Hopefully next time we talk about AEW. But like we were saying before, while this exact show, Dynamite, Episode 3, was happening, we also had NXT happening. Um, so presumably, there are people out there flipping back and forth between the two, right? There's somebody <laughs> out so, there but... going like, you know, one's in commercial. Because AEW, they're, they're doing that also on commercial breaks where they have the match in the bottom corner. Uh, so they did it for some of the matches, but not all the matches. I noticed this week. Okay, well, I noticed that they the picked, picture and picture. They, they had a lot of good times of like it was a commercial break during someone's entrance or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like the whole entire first match, they didn't have a commercial break for like the first twenty minutes of the show or something. Yeah. So yeah, good timing with that. Um, but, but so so you know you're you're flipping during your break, and maybe you're gonna make your way over to the USA Network and check out NXT because uh, <laughs> we have. We have a we have a main event scene that's just flooded with people who we want to see compete. Uh, of course, we have the undisputed era just dripped in all that gold. And uh, War Games three is like I feel like a month away or like two weeks away or something. <laughs> no, why do I uh, why do I November. always feel like there's a pay per view like next week? There. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Halloween. Always in my next. brain. I'm always thinking. It's, uh, it's always wrestling. It's always wrestling. There's always something, right? Okay, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah. not totally crazy. But we're yeah. We're. I mean, that's the next takeover. So that's where things are headed. Even if it's a little bit away, it's uh, yeah. War games. War, <laughs> but war that's games not three. tonight. We just got. Yeah, we just have regular NXT tonight, and we start off the show with a match. Tommaso Ciampa taking on Angel Garza. Um. And yeah, I guess Chomp, it's official. He's back. He's ready to take bumps again. <laughs> he was he was believe. he was doing stuff. Yeah, I can't believe like this soon. I thought it was gonna be at least a year he was out, but this is Yeah. Six months neck injury. That's crazy. Who knows? And he could he 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 could be coming back right now better than ever. Yeah. Imagine hopefully. that. He's gonna he never lost that title, so he's gonna be gunning for it. So uh but yeah, this angel guy uh gets a little bit of offense, but of course He's not going to win. Champa, Champa fires back, hits a draping DDT for the win. Um, yeah, after the match, Undisputed Era, they come out and just kind of circle the ring. 
and Kyle O'Reilly delivers a USB stick to the commentary table, and he tells him to, to give it to someone in the production truck to play. So, uh, yeah, they go away, and then we get that footage right away. It's just the, the Undisputed Boys backstage cutting a promo, and then they show a passed-out Velveteen Dream, and they're taunting him, and they call out Finn Balor and Ciampa and say, this is going to happen to you if, if you get in our way. So... The dream is out. He's I don't know if he's got an uh, actual injury or this is just a storyline. I don't know. But he's he was supposed to fight Roddy Strong for the title next week, but uh, that's in jeopardy. This yeah, as as a as a pre-taped backstage segment, I don't know how this worked. I feel like anytime I see something pre-taped, I'm all I I I just I'm like, ah shit, this you know, they're trying to make it feel live. It never feels live. I just like Kyle O'Reilly presenting a USB stick <laughs> to Moro <Morrow> Ranello <laughs> like he's like he's the guy to yeah. give it to. Like, come on, you know what to do. Yeah. Well, Regal would be like, "What the bloody hell do I do?" Because Fit Finley's right there. Just give it to him. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Finley works NXT. Ah, I think Fin. I think Finley works. I think Finley works NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he does. Um, yeah. So uh, dreams out for now. Okay. Yeah. For now. Uh, but you know, why not? Or he might not be. Might not be. Let's get some tag team action here. We got One Lorcan and Danny Birch taking on Imperium. Um, I forget which members, but not Walter and not Wolf, the other two guys. <laughs> it was uh, uh, the other guys, Fabi- Fabian something and uh, yes. Mar- Mars. He's the guy who, like, his name's Rhyme. Marcius. It's like Marcel yeah, Barthel to- or something. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I need to learn their names. I'm sorry, guys, but you're not as memorable as Walter and Wolf. So why why Good why tagline. is Alexander Wolf the memorable one? You think he would be like one? I of just the know least him because of sanity. Because you just know him already. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good uh, good tag team match here. But they gotta keep Imperium looking strong. I like it. They get the win with the European uppercut into a power bomb combo. Imperium super over. Everyone's loving. Uh, everyone's singing the song. And I just I suspect that this year they have to be in this year's War Games match because there's four of them. It's perfect. Who's going to go up against them? Like an Imperium undisputed era. Maybe have three teams of four. Gets crazy. Let's get crazy. And then have that other team. And then of like, like Velveteen of Dream, like Dream uh, Champa, Finn Balor, uh, and Matt yes. Riddle. And then one. <laughs> oh my God! There this you go. Would be the best main event. That would be the best main event. Oh my, that is match of the year Holy written fuck. all over it. That is that is. Yeah. And then you have. Um, Shayna Baszler defending her woman's title, and then there's your card. There's your card. It's just those two. <laughs> just those two matches. We get a we get a 90 minute war games match. Yeah, uh, winner take all. Every yeah, title winner take all for sure. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe we can look at the NXT mid card. Maybe the mid carders get together. You know, like the uh, the Keith Lees and the Cameron Grimes. They'll form their own little oh, team. Yeah. They can have a fun. Match. Next thing you know, there's four rings, four cage at <laughs> one four. cage. Oh boy, think about all it. All right, well. Let's see. Um, then we get some women's action here. Io Shirai taking on Caden Carter. And uh, I just continue to love Io. She's so good. So good. She's, uh, I love everything. The, the character, the outfit, the heel. The heel turn has been great. Uh, but this Caden, Caden Carter, she's all right as well. Not on the level of Shirai, who gets the win with her super low angle moonsault. And then after the match, Io cuts a promo saying, not Rhea, not Bianca, but it should be me who faces Shayna. But Rhea Ripley disagrees. She comes out, gets in her face, snatches the mic, and then Rhea says last week, Bianca ran her mouth, so she's going to face her next week. But if you spit my name again, I'm going to have a problem with you. So, I don't know. 
but one of them has to challenge and hopefully beat Shayna Baszler. I'd be happy with all three. We when was the last time we saw a non singles match for that title or like a non like one on one? Have we ever Uh, seen a triple threat or a? Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like we got a fatal four way once this year with like Bianca Belair and Io and. Shayna no, I thought that else. was just Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler. I didn't think there was a. I thought that there was one after that. Okay. I don't know. I could be misremembering, but either way, yeah, give us give us a fatal four way for the pay per view. That'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? Because they're all so. Why not? The, the, the fourth. Yeah, and what? And, yeah. and, can, and Candice LeRae is still here, right? She's still got shit going on. Yeah, she's still here. So um. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We got a couple weeks to book that. Uh, and then William Regal's interviewed, and he addresses Velveteen Dream being attacked earlier, and he cannot compete next week. So, uh, but however, Roddy Strong is still going to have to defend his North Americans title against the winner of Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. I always fuck that name <laughs> up. Uh, and that match is up next. So uh, they've had a bunch of great matches already. This is their their fourth. They're one one and one apiece. So. Yeah, and like the previous matches, this I thought this one was great as well. Keith Lee, um, Keith Lee, ri- Keith Lee, he's rising, impressive, and Dominic too, rising star. Like, uh, yeah, Dominic, he gets Keith Lee up on his shoulders at one point, which is an impressive sight on its own. <laughs> but then Lee hits a fucking reverse Rana for a big near fall. Like the shit that he does it for his size is crazy. Uh, and they battle some more. Both men are on the top of the turnbuckle, and Dominic goes for a hurricane Rana, but Lee catches him, and he's ready to hit a big sick move. But Roddy Strong comes running in and attacks them, resulting in a no contest. Uh, and then he's running around celebrating and laughing. He thinks he's outsmarted everyone. But then Regal gets on the mic and is like, ha ha, guess what, Sunshine? Next week, you will defend against both men in a triple threat title match. Ooh. So that should be awesome. That should be a great match. It should be. Two big motherfuckers. And then uh, Roderick Strong, who's not that big of a motherfucker. Nope, no, but uh, triple threat by design means no DQ, so those those undisputed errors can be running around. And, oh, you bet their ass they will be. Oh, uh, someone else who's probably somewhere in a scene, although we haven't seen him much, is coming back up next. We have Matt Riddle in a match. Bro. Bro. Taking on bro Bronson Reed. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> uh, Bronson, he's a huge man here, but Riddle is still able to pick him up on his shoulders, and he hits the bro to sleep, and then uh, release power bombs. So some impressive strength from Riddle there. Um, and then the finish comes when uh, Bronson tries to jump off the top rope, or jump off the ropes, and Riddle catches him on his shoulder and hits the bro Derek for a three count. So Riddle just looked like a strong beast here. Yeah, that was a big... Uh... Big, strong, big, strong victory over there. Yeah. Did we talk about, uh, did you see the video of Matt Riddle and Goldberg crossing paths? <laughs> I did. I did when yeah. they finally, when they <laughs> that finally so met. That was- and he's like, hey, man, we need to talk. He's like, any time, bro. He's like, I'm not your bro. He's like, all right, bro. <laughs> it was funny. I think that would actually be a fun feud, a fun match. That would be a if fun match. Goldberg that would be a fun match. Over. I think, yeah, everyone's getting worked. You know, as soon as WWE, like, they put it on yeah. their socials, then you're like, okay, clearly this isn't two grown men arguing. Yeah, it's clear. It's a work. It's, but, um, and I actually saw a video of uh, Riddle hitting the, the jackhammer at a recent NXT show. So it's a, so maybe it's a, it's a work that came from a shoot. And so I think in reality, yeah. uh, it's the best thing that could have been. And if Goldberg puts over Riddle, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. That match. would be a fun match. Riddle's not going to get the Ziggler treatment. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Hope not. Just hope like not. speared how how many times? Yeah. And then, I'm not and then, done. Hey, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dipshit. 
Yeah, they didn't even you didn't get to hear that on the network. Wow, that, that was, was just, for us. just for us for our ears only. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go back in the ring. Let's get back in the ring. For let's some, move on to some next match. Some women's action here: Tanera versus Tegan Knox. Uh, just a pretty short match here. Tegan Knox gets the win after hitting a shining wizard. And then after the match, uh, Shayna Baszler and her goons come out, but Dakota Kai come to Tegan's side. So I guess they're buddies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. A, I mean, it's, at one point we're gonna need the goon, the goons to uh, have two other people to get better, right? Like, have we ever <laughs> yeah. seen? And, uh, yeah, have we ever seen those with. two in a match? Not on TV. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. But now that now, now, sure now that they have an extra yeah. hour on the show, there's suddenly time for something like that. Yeah. That one, the one just looks so awkward with her long orangutan the arms. The tall one? <laughs> yeah, the one with the tattoos. I don't know. She Every time, she just reminds me of the, the midget tickler. <laughs> the, you know, the long arms. Oh, the guy with the, the yeah, reaches down, down into the, the well. well. It's like, tee, 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 tee. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got another singles match here. Boa taking on Killian Dane. Uh, Boa tries his best here, but the big boy, Killian Dane, he's too much for him. He's dominant. He gets a submission victory. He's just he's just been an angry guy lately. He's just you know, picking on people and I don't know. He's picking on people for no reason. But I like that he wrestles in a shirt now. I like his outfit he's wearing. Yeah, he's he's definitely a shirt guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean Otis, he looks he's good when he shows the belly. He's not a shirt it's guy. It's part of his gimmick. You want to? If he lost weight, they'd be mad at him. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Guys, I lost 150 uh, pounds on Weight Watchers. Like, what, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, steaks. We need more steaks. But let's go to the main event here. We got the bruiserweight Pete Dunn taking on the archer Damian Priest. Um, this was a more bit of a more slow, methodical match here. Uh, Dunn just loves working on those limbs and the fingers, trying to break everything. Um, at one point, Priest has Dunn in a chokehold, so the ref tries to get in between them. And then during the commotion, Priest kicks Dunn in the balls, which allows him to hit the reckoning for the win. So he's undefeated. I don't know how many matches he's had, but um, yeah. And we will never know picking what up the, the record win. is. Uh, yeah, there have been a lot of solid main event matches on NXT in the last little while. So, I mean, uh, yeah, this this definitely, you know, met, I think, met up to that standard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for the most part, all the wrestling was pretty good on this show. It was just, uh, but, um, yeah, nothing quite as outstanding as some of the, the dynamite, that main event. Oh, of course, of course. And it was happening at the exact same time. So, you know, you could have flipped channels if you <laughs> thought one was better than the other. Yeah. And there you have it, folks. That was uh, that was NXT. That those were out. That was our Wednesday night war uh, for week three. Yeah, that's a lot of exciting. That's real but, exciting. Um, yeah, looking forward to that triple threat next week. So we'll see. We will see. Yeah, we'll see, Mike. I think it's about time we take a little bit of a break. Yeah, take a break. Uh, come back to the tweet of the week and some SmackDown. Some SmackDown. That sounds great. Okay, folks, stick around. We're back, folks. We're back on the show. Um, you know the part two. You know the. Uh, I'm running out of th- the Empire Strikes Back to our Star Wars saga. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. There you have Which it. Which is folks. my favorite of the uh, of the original trilogy. I think it's everyone's favorite, Mike. That's not hard, hardly a controversial some, uh, opinion. Uh, some people love the Ewoks. You know, some people like the Ewoks. No, no, I, uh, I don't think I've ever met someone. Little kids, you know, they're like, hey. Well, Mike, why yeah. do you know so many yep, little yep, kids? Yep, yep. Uh, you know, I'm an uncle now, uh, <laughs> things like that. 
thing, things like that. Yeah, super vague, super vague, folks. <laughs> this isn't that kind of show. This is the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. You're back. Um, we're going to kick off the second half of our show a little bit differently. We're going to kick it off this week with the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. One of the most prestigious championships in all professional wrestling, of course. Um... This tweet. So what's Seth angry about <laughs> yeah, this pretty week? Much. What the <laughs> fuck did Seth Rollins say this week? No, actually, um, of course, Seth Rollins was our champion last week. He has been dethroned to a brand new, <laughs> never before won tweet of the week Uh-oh. champion. Of course, this week's tweet league champion goes to up, up, down, down. Of course, which is uh, Xavier Woods's um, YouTube video game reviewing thing. Yeah. He tweeted, or they, up, up, down, down. That's that's who the official champion yeah. is. So I guess you can, uh, you can, you can it, via the customizing in WWE 2K20, you can change around people's like entrance, uh, like graphics, what they do when they come in. So the up, up, down, down, uh, people made uh, the new day enter to the Iconics's. <laughs> like the the way they both come in and they're like holding each other's hand the and then they do pose, the little pose, yeah. and uh, it. it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. So it was it was Biggie and Xavier Woods, uh, kind of strutting down a little bit, holding each other's hand, doing the pose. Whoa! Yeah, and uh, iconic. I missed them. I missed those girls. <laughs> God damn it! And there you have it. So yeah. the up, up, down, down. New, new two of the week champions. And if, right. you have w, if you have 2K20 and you're sitting there at home, fucking do that. I'm sure you could uh, do that. I bet it would also be really funny with Mike and Maria Canales. Yeah. I think, and, or the Miz <laughs> um, and uh, Maurice. You know, the memory, he kind of like, the way he like, you know, he loops her in and then does the little pose. Yeah, this little circle thing. And, be, it could be funny. Um, I have heard a lot of negative things, though, about that game, so uh, be careful, I folks. bought, I think I was, it was like 18 that I had, and it was bad. Yeah, I mean, everyone always says they should just remake the N64 ones, because those were the most fun to play, and people still go back to them. It's really funny, because it has it has a lot of glitches. Yeah, a lot of glitches and just weird things, and like, they showed like a comparison, like the Xbox 360 SmackDown games versus the new one. Like the old one looked better than it does now. Like the hair is all fucked up and people's faces are awkward. And I don't so know. weird. So weird. Whatever. Buyer beware. That's all I'm saying. Buyer beware. From your video game expert. Thanks, Mike. There's your tweet of the, <laughs> There's your tweet of the week. That is your tweet of the week, folks. <laughs> um, it's time. It's it's about time to move on. Because uh, uh, like like we're moving over to Fox. Or I started, yes. I started saying Friday nights. Yeah, I started. I started trying to say to myself something like, "Now I have to watch. I have to watch wrestling on Friday for Fox's sake." Uh, and uh, this should be their commercial. I said that to myself, and I made myself laugh. So I'm glad I got to share it here, because for Fox's <laughs> sakes, uh, yeah. we got to watch SmackDown live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then. Uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. It's not even called SmackDown Live anymore. No, but I mean, it's still live, though. You know what? For God damn it. I'm, years, not cha- it I'm not changing that theme by the song, by the way. No, that's I'm not fine. changing it. Folks at, folks at home, fine. I know you're sitting there it's going to yourself like, oh, it's not even SmackDown Live anymore. There's no Go guarantees. 
that it'll even stay here on Friday. And who knows? Who knows? So whatever. Who knows? It could move back to one of brand. the other arbitrary days. But this is the blue brand. We are. So I guess this is first. This is post draft. So this is now officially SmackDown officially. people. Yes. Uh, yes. Crown Jewel excluded. Yeah, excluding for Crown Jewel, <laughs> just, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series. Yeah, all the pay-per-views. But um, and presumably, if they ever go back to like Australia again, uh, every, nothing will be. <laughs> yeah, that one was okay though. That one was acceptable. Yeah, that one was fine. Mostly for the Buddy Murphy thing. I was gonna say mostly for Anyways. the fact that they were in Australia. That's the part. And of the it. Iconics one too that night. That it was, was a big good. night. It was a big night. Wow, yeah. we oh, we open up. We uh, open up some action though. Yeah, a championship match. Nakamura defending his uh, Intercontinental title against Roman Reigns. So right off the bat, it's always nice when they start with a match. And um, yeah, I like how they differentiate not just the the sets between Raw and SmackDown, but the presentation. Like only SmackDown has the pop up fun facts during the entrance. Yeah, it's, like, it's, did it's you know and, Nakamura. And, and this this is like a this must be a Fox thing. It makes you wonder. Just you know, I mean, Monday Night Raw has been on the USA Network for so long, like this entire time. How much of that production is solely Vince, right? Where he has enough yeah, pull know. within the USA Network, where it's like, no, this is how we're presenting this thing. Where moving over to a new <laughs> brand, a brand, you know, moving over to a network which does sports. They know how yeah. this is not Vince's wheelhouse. Vince's wheelhouse is entertainment, uh, you know, and he'll be I'm sure he'll be the first one to say that. Right. Prese- that's what he wants. Yeah, that's what he wants it to be. But. You know, so, so suddenly this yeah. is a fresh set of eyes on the presentation of the product, which I think, yeah. like you just said, in these and, f- these fun fact names, that little that robot thing that is inexplicably yeah. walking around for some reason. And I think I think Smackdown was the only show that has been using like those 3D, like the augmented effects you know like during the entrance you'll see like a floating dog head for roman reigns and well shit, and that's and, and that's what you got to wonder because i'm sure like i'm sure that level of production costs a fair amount of money and then it makes you wonder who has more money to play with fox sports mm-hmm. or the usa network i mean i don't really know much about uh, much about that but i have an inkling that it's the one that plays you know nfl football and not the one that has <laughs> shows like burn notice so that's just like Brand that's noise. just like yeah you know and I think I think that's why you know Fox is able to do these things it's because their production value they have so much more money. Yeah. So yeah. So did you know Nakamura is the first Asian wrestler to win the Intercontinental title? I that was his fun fact. I did not. I did not. You know what? I've never. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. Never thought about that. I guess maybe. Yeah. Another fun fact: Yokozuna is not Japanese at all. He's uh, just a Samoan, like like Roman, but they pretended like, ah, he looks Japanese, goddammit. Interesting. You want to know another fun fact? Uh, yes. Samoa Joe was just like born in California. Like he's American. <laughs> but he has the Samoan blood in him. Yeah, man. but you know, he's a citizen of the United States. <laughs> well, so is like the rock and shit, but he, you know, he claims he's got the fucking tribal tattoo. He thinks he's the chief. He claims. He claims. He's been in a couple movies. He's been in a couple movies here and there. Oh, yeah. A couple. Oh, sure. You're in the Tooth Fairy, and then all of a sudden... Let's get right into this We had action, a match. Though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is an Intercontinental Championship match. We haven't seen this belt defended very much since Shinsuke's held on to the title, of course. You know, it's been a weird transition yeah. period the last uh, few weeks to a month, to say, uh, to say the least. Yeah, I do like though that Roman is challenging for a mid card belt. Kind of helps elevate it a bit. Well, I feel like it was but, uh, not uh, maybe even like this time last year he had that thing. 
Yeah, he had, <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't remember. At, at one point, exactly. at one point, he, at yeah, one he point. had that. Yeah. yeah. So here they go, Roman and Shinsuke. They're going back and forth for a while. Roman's got him lined up for the Superman punch when Sami Zayn jumps up on the apron, distracting him, uh, allowing Shinsuke to get the advantage here. He goes for the Kinsasha, but Reigns hits the Superman punch, but Nakamura kicks out of two. So Reigns sets up for the spear, but then King Corbin comes in out of nowhere and clocks him with a scepter, causing the DQ. Uh, then these heels just continue to beat down on Reigns. So Daniel Bryan comes running out to make the save, but uh, it's still too much. The, he gets outnumbered and he gets laid out, so the heels stand tall there. Um, and that just uh, sets up a tag match for later. You know, yeah, we I guess we got to set up the tag match for later. You know, Reigns and Nakamura has, you know, it, it could be a damn good pay-per-view match if they were if yeah, they were it was given looking good time. for what they had. Yeah, I love that new that move Nakamura is doing all the time now, where like they're on the ropes and he runs underneath and does like this sliding German suplex thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool looking Looks move. Cool. He started doing that a yeah. little while ago. Yeah, like a month ago or something. Yeah, whatever but, it was. Yeah. Looks cool. It'd be fun to get a nice full pay-per-view match from these guys, like you said. So we'll see. Yeah, I, be- I bet I could see something manifesting in some way. Is, is Daniel Bryan going to Crown Jewel? Or is, uh, is that... I don't know. Because I, I can see something, wanna... you know, yeah, around, around I know. that time. I don't time. think he wants to, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not, we'll neither see. would I. I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't want to go there either. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's fine, but... Some guys who will be there are the New Day, who's hanging out backstage when Tucker approaches them, and he says at Crown Jewel, uh, they're going to be foes competing for that World Cup, but tonight they're teaming together. And then Otis comes in, he's got some pancake batter, and then they pour in some protein powder, and Otis just takes a, Otis takes a big swig of the batter, leaving his beard a filthy mess. But he doesn't care, he's, he's got that buffoonery, lovable buffoonery about him. It's lo- lovable, all right. <laughs> Very lovable. And then we get some singles action here. Shorty Gable taking on Curtis Axel. Gable gets the quick, easy win with the ankle lock. And then after the match, he cuts a promo. He says, you know, my my height makes me who I am. And in this life, it's okay to be exactly who you say are. Say it, Mike. Say I am, it. <laughs> I am Shorty Gable. Actually, let's shorten that up. Say it. I'm Shorty G. <laughs> I'm Shorty G. Folks. So... Folks at home, <laughs> they went all the way. They did it. The bastards really uh, did it. Of course, as predicted. Of course, the uh, yes. the shoot meter has been all over the place lately. Um, <laughs> there was the Moxley drama. Um, yes. The fire and desire. The fire that's still and desire ongoing. Uh, ongoing. That's, that's um, yeah. <laughs> and of course, I think uh, will Chad Go- the, Gable's the, the, name be changed? Yeah. The Shorty G leak, the infamous leak. The infamous leak of uh, a, a, a simple trademark leak. You know, that's what it was. That's yes. what it was. Got to thank forever. Oh, my God. Shorty G. And, uh, yeah, they started. They, they, they eased their way into it. This is tough. It's just, yeah, it's such a bad name. Is... But he's such a good wrestler that he can overcome the name, but it's so stupid. I also find it, um, I find it really funny that the same show, the same company, in the span of, like, six days can fire their creative director eric bischoff yeah and then implement this like even if even if short this shorty g thing was like 100 percent eric bischoff's idea and he would not like waver and he was this is the idea we're going with they fired him <laughs> they could have kept it at shorty yeah. gable and then been like nah this is as far as we're going because we're not doing this dumb bischoff thing no that means that yeah. somebody else no, this is though i think we all know who it was <sighs> 
so like, what man, does that mean to Vince? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably just laughing at it. He thinks thinks it's funny. He had a good laugh, Shorty. Shorty. Dude. Everyone can call him Shorty all day. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough, especially like uh, you know, this is this, yeah, it's, it's like 2019. Yeah, if if like this name and like you know 97. If it was like an ironic, like a pretending to be cool guy, like, hey, I'm Shorty G, like if you know? This was, this was like the, the Chad Gable heel like the gimmick cool. of him yeah, doing... but this is... Yeah. Yeah, but they're trying to play it totally straight, totally baby face. Uh, Here, here's a question. What's the worst uh, thing a boss has ever asked you to do? At, and at any job you've ever had, <laughs> even if it was like, you know, I'm a, Mr. Sub, I had to clean. Um, I someone shit their pants and put their pants in the garbage can, and I had to clean the garbage can. Like that's that's the grossest. Yeah. That's the worst thing I've ever had to do at work. What's the- <laughs> I've never had anything quite that bad, but yeah, I've had to like clean I, like a public. I bathroom. would still rather do. So I, I would guess, still like, rather white- do that than have like my name changed in front of millions of people. <laughs> I would still rather clean a shitter. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, if I'm getting paid to be on WWE TV, might be okay. I, that might be okay. Um, okay. Let's 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 move on. Let's I mean, hopefully, on. let's move yeah, on from this one. There's nothing. There's nothing more we can remember. Say. Yeah. Remember the other week I told you about the the Good Father when the Godfather became the Good Father. Yeah. Hopefully, this will just be a short thing like that. Okay. And we won't talk about it much in the future. Other than on trivia, it'll come up now. It'll and come up every it's now and then. Thing. Chad Gable's <laughs> going to be an answer on trivia somewhere. It's like, oh shit, yes. Chad Gable. What yes? What name ruined this wrestler's career? <laughs> Never mind. All right, let's move on. More wrestling here. We get Heavy Machinery and the New Day teaming up to take on Rude Ziggler and the Revival. So a big eight-man match here. Heavy Machinery just doing all their fun spots for the crowd, getting everyone hyped up. Uh, Biggie and Otis, they're a good. They're they are they're a lot together. of fun together. They are a lot of. <laughs> That's fun a natural together. yeah. They are just doing uh, like hip gyrating together and uh, double belly to back suplexes. <laughs> so yeah, they look really cool. That'd be a fun team if they ever branch off. But the baby faces they get the win when New Day hits the midnight hour. So yeah, good pairing, good match. All right, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, consistently always good at delivering like high energy multi man tag matches. Like this happens all the time where we get a yeah. lot of tag teams in a ring. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, it, and it ends up being a great time. And there was something kind of like subtle during the promo they did earlier when they were like, I think the, the heavy machinery was talking to Kofi about like losing this title. He's like, oh, it's okay. I just need the power of positivity. But he was like saying it in kind of like a deflated way and he like crumbled a pancake in his hand. So hopefully, hopefully we see something that Kofi because co- if he just a, goes a back Kofi, to being regular Kofi New Day turn? shit, something. Yeah, you can keep new. You can keep uh, Biggie and Xavier together for a bit if you want to keep selling New Day shit. But we need to freshen I'm it up. I'm pretty sure they. I'm You're pretty sure they definitely want to keep selling New Day shit. Yeah, definitely. But um, I mean, otherwise, if Kofi just goes back to being regular Kofi, no, no more title matches. Then I don't know. Who knows? I Who knows? More. We'll see. Anyways. Speaking of changing it up, though, there's oh, yeah. a very special guest on a very special. Um, episode of yes. Ms. TV. Uh, the first, the first ever Ms. TV episode, so we're, you know, we're on Fox, new SmackDown. Ms. TV, <laughs> of course, we are being joined by our brand new SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, And, and Sasha Banks is, yeah. is not too far behind. She's there, and we got to see the full new entrance. So new theme, new graphics, she, no inflatable buddies got, she, there. She had a new, like, new outfit 
on. She got like little, yeah. She's got her dark black and yellow kind of. But see, thing, but yeah. no, but see, the, the she's wearing this outfit, which is the like I'm, you know, on the Triple H scale of outfits. Like this is this is suit and tie. You know, she's wearing she's wearing uh, the leather jacket. She's wearing this. Uh, oh yeah, she wasn't okay. These, yeah, I was thinking of her. She's wearing gear these stuff. ripped knee. Yeah, jeans. she had the ripped like, jeans. She's not, she's not ready to go. <laughs> even if it was, you know, this is yeah. even quite like you know, this is not jeans and leather jacket Triple H. That's a, that's a little bit too much. That's a little bit too close. Yeah. I think she could though. She could still. We've seen these women do like diving spears and heels and shit before. They're crazy. You know what's really funny? I'm just I'm but, just picturing I you know and on an episode of Miss TV, you're sitting up on those old directors chairs. Like Randy Orton could only come out in his little speedo, and then you kind of have to like. Cross your legs in a speedo on a director's chair. That's pretty high. I don't know. I don't know. Just well, re- sometimes the guests don't use the chairs. Has Randy Orton never been on an episode of Miss TV? Let's uh, let, let's. I, I I would wager he has I, to have been over I the would, year. The odds. The odds are definitely in our favor, but not not yeah. not this week. Not this week. Do we do have Bailey who's yeah. here um to explain her actions? Yeah. You know what about the kids that you made cry? That made me laugh. But all those yeah. children that are now crying. I believe Bailey's words were, uh, as Michael Jackson says, fuck the kids. Or something Specifically what but she said. <laughs> they were looking like bad-ass, bad, badass boss bitches is what they were looking like, Sasha and Bailey. Sasha was putting over Bailey for being the first ever women's Grand Slam champion, which I didn't realize. Uh, she won the NXT title, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship, oh, and the Women's Tag title. Didn't even think. The only woman to do that. Didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah. Um... So, but Miz wants to talk about uh, Bailey's bad behavior from last week. We get the whole recap, and Miz just asks her one question: Why? And Bailey's like, "I don't know you. I don't know anyone." An explanation. And then Miz says, "What about all those kids? Like you were saying, the ones that idolized you?" And Bailey just says nothing. So Miz is like, "Oh, a champion that doesn't talk. What are you, Brock Lesnar? Is this your Paul Heyman?" Referring to Sasha. So that was funny. That's a good line. But, yeah. Why the change? Why lash out? Maybe because no matter what you accomplish, you'll always be second fiddle to Sasha Banks. And then Sasha's like, excuse me? Why should we listen to someone drafted in the fifth round? Oh, Which is a good point that. because, yeah, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, like, I, like the, I like the callback, you know? Like being a first rounder, you should carry yourself like you're a first rounder. Yeah. But yeah, so Miz is like, you know, when, when I talk, people listen. I don't need to cut my hair and slash some Bailey buddies to be relevant. So Bailey says, that's not why I did it. I slashed it. Because it's defined me. I don't want that to be how, you know, I don't want to be all smiling, colorful. I gave you all I had every week and all you did was take. Uh, you know, she was trying to be a role model. But, um, yeah, she lost her title. No one was there for her. Nobody hugged her. So she's she's put herself second for too long. She's done being a role model. She ain't here for you guys. She picked herself up, won her title back. And now the division, she wants to carry the division. So, yeah. Uh, Wow. Yeah, and then she closes with the great line of "Life sucks, and then you die." But she still has that little hug logo on the side plate for the title. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, got, they got to get her a new. Uh, <laughs> they got to get her a new one. Yeah, but uh, good promo. I like this from Bailey, and then Nikki Cross comes out to interrupt and says, "The time for talking is done." <laughs> I won't do Nikki. And the time for action good. is now. That was now. a pretty good. Uh, that was a pretty good Irish uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, so there. And then uh, Dana Brooke comes out. She cuts her own little promo about being underutilized and overlooked. To, tonight's the beginning of flexed appeal. And so that's her, that's her catchphrase that hopefully we don't have to hear much. Uh, and then the beautiful, sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans, comes out. 
She doesn't have to talk. She's just ready to get to, right to the match because we got a six-pack challenge coming up. Um, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, Carmella, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Winner faces Bailey for her title. This is not an elimination match, just one fall for the finish. Um, and so, of course, Mandy and Sonya are working together here, giving them a bit of an advantage. Lacey just tries to steer clear of all the fighting at the beginning, but then Dana Brooke comes in, hits a big handspring elbow, and Lacey takes her out. Uh, yeah, there's some big cross bodies and shit. Uh, Dana Brooke hits a swanton. I guess that's a new move for her. And then eventually all the shit breaks down. All the women, they're hitting their finishers on each other. And it ends with Nikki Cross hitting the swinging neck breaker on Mandy Rose. So she earns herself a title shot against Bailey. Who knows? Uh, I don't know when that'll be, but I know it won't be. At crown it jewel. won't be a crown jewel. Might be at another <laughs> thing. Um, this uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross has done an incredible job in the last, what, two, three, four months or so of coming yeah. over from NXT and getting yourself over. I can't think of some yeah. I can't think of somebody recently out of the, out of the kind of like the most recent batch of call-ups. I mean, yeah, Lacey Evans had her little string of matches there, right, where she was in that title scene, title mm-hmm. scene. Heavy Machinery is well liked, but you know, not being given the examples. Viking Raiders jobbed out for a yeah. long time and now they're just fucking champs for oh, maybe it almost seems like some reason Nikki Cross came in got herself over put in great situ- yeah, she makes put you... in great situations and now uh and now she's here yeah she's delivered they give her an opportunity and she's yeah she's delivered on it and she's made the fans like her and yeah, yeah. i don't know she's it's, uh, you know she's, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's been it's been amazing to see somebody to see somebody come over from nxt and do well for them <laughs> do well for themselves well i don't know that shouldn't be like an amazing thing but it is it took them a while but yeah once once her and alexa bliss got their storyline rolling then she showed that she can do story and she can do everything she can be good or bad guy she can do, she it, can all. do it all she can do it all what's next mike uh then we get the uh just the video package recapping seth burning down the firefly funhouse great don't need to talk That's about that they... so what's after that well, the, <laughs> no, the only reason is because they announced that the uh the universal championship falls count anywhere match cannot be stopped for any reason they put that right in the advertisement so they're trying to promise you no bullshit ending there has to be a winner it's it's um, it's a tough it's a tough day when they have to tell us there's not going to be a yeah, bullshit like, ending. Please, guys. Because you would think but. that just by putting a match in a cell, we're like, okay, there's not going to be a bullshit ending on this one because it's a hell of yeah. a cell. So here's where I'm thinking uh, possibly The Undertaker shows up because he's not booked for a match on that show. And, you know, the Saudis, they'll want him there. And, uh, you know, The Undertaker coming in and taking out The Fiend, that could be an interesting feud. No, I think... I mean, unless they want The Fiend to win, no one wants to see Seth beat The Fiend. No, but so. remember, The Fiend's... Like, Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown. So why the <laughs> fuck is this happening in the, the first place? The, the dirty money. But they just... They just... <laughs> you realize they booked this match after the draft, like, happened. The dirty money. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe because it's The Fiend, it doesn't like, count. We're two, weeks, we're two weeks into this post-draft thing, or one week into this post-draft thing, and they've already broken, like, the rule they said they weren't going to break. Like, when does that point eventually kick in, where it's just like, what's the point of any of this? Because you're, you're, you're just going to bend the rules. I'm just going to always assume that Saudi Arabia is exempt and they can do whatever they want. Okay, just Saudi Arabia is exempt. But like then us as a fan, how do we 
how do we see a world where Seth Rollins doesn't walk away as champion? I don't know. Now, I mean, we're, now, we're, mean, now we're back to this, right? So now it's like, what's the, what's the point much, of tuning into Crown Jewel? Because Seth Rollins is going to win that match. Well, but I do, I do want to see, I mean, what happens? How do they get out of it? What are they going to do? How are they going to fuck it up? Yeah, yeah. I'm only going to tune in to see what the what bad thing is going to happen. And yeah, you know. Yeah. I, and you're gonna you want to you're gonna want to see Tyson Fury. You've been hyping him. Oh, up. oh yeah. No, I'm watching. I'm watching the thing. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. No, I mean between the, but, but I, I do think this crown jewel has more interest than last year's by default, just between that match and the the two the Velasquez and Tyson Fury. Yeah, it's got intrigue. You know, it certainly does. I'm not making I'm not making any political stance by not watching it. I'm just certainly does. I'm going to watch it and make fun of the dirty money. Let's move on. What's coming up? That's all I can What's do. coming up next, Mike? Speaking <laughs> right. of that Tyson Fury matchup, uh, uh, we have Braun Strowman up next. Yes, taking on the Gulak, Drew Gulak. He cuts a little promo before the match to remind everyone who he is, and he tells Braun that a Crown Jewel is going to get knocked out by Fury, and he's going to show him a 345 slide PowerPoint presentation. The PowerPoints are back. One of one yeah, of like was something that was I I thought was surprisingly over just unfortunately on 205 live was the Drew the the, yeah. the year and a half ago Drew Gulak for for president or for champion he had that whole thing going <laughs> yeah. on uh, and so, this was Brad yeah, and, I, was, and I loved uh, it, and I love like all the slides I had at the bottom it's it still said edited by Drew Gulak <laughs> yeah but we didn't get to see much of that show uh, the slideshow because Braun just says fuck that and he just attacks him beats him up gets the easy win with the power slam I think maybe we got so, I think out. maybe we got one slide in yeah we got one slide with the cover great. And then we get the main event, the tag team match with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan taking on King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, during the entrance, they announced that Roman Reigns is the new captain of Team Hogan at Crown Jewel because Rollins has that title match with The Fiend. So, No, he, here's, here's what I think. I think in the middle of SmackDown, somebody came up to the production crew and they were like, hey, 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 so... Uh, Seth has this. Ma- we we just made this match against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Seth, and Vince is like, yeah. And it's like, oh no no no, but already... no no. But last week, last week, remember we had we had Hulk. We made him the we captain. Had Hulk and Ric Flair in the ring, <laughs> and remember uh, Hulk called down uh, Seth Rollins, and he was going to make him the champion. Like they forgot. Yeah. Like they f- they forgot. <laughs> like Seth Rollins. <laughs> Old man. Yeah, they booked the whole thing. The captain versus captain, and and, and they booked the entire thing. And then a week later, yeah. two weeks later, have to cancel Whoa. him because the week prior, they put him in a match with somebody on a different brand. Well, it's because the Prince of Saudi Arabia calls him up and he just says, hey, how are you that fiend guy? I'd like to see him in a title match. And then the, the Vince says, uh, how much? Just or how why much? that title? Yeah. How much? Where's the, who, who is I don't know. He said, he's like, how about versus Brock Lesnar? And he says, nope. It's got to be the red AJ one. Styles. Want the red belt to remind you of the blood money. Oh, my God. Blood. Okay. Uh, the main event is here. Uh, duh. Yeah, so we talked about that replacement. Uh, yeah, the match, it was just okay. Nothing nothing special. Rain spears through Baron Corbin through the barricade at one point. Then the finish comes when Brian goes for the running knee. Nakamura just jump kicks him in the face. And then he goes for the Kinsasha. But Brian avoids it, and he, this time he hits the running knee, and he gets the three count for the win. So Brian and Rain celebrate to end the show. 
So safe to say that I think Brian is full on babyface again. But so, it was a fun, some, fun somehow. Year. Yeah, fun year of him being a heel. That was a fun <laughs> turn. We got that special hemp belt and. It, 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 it was it was a promos. great time. It was a great time. Uh, yeah. The the planet's champion, the eco champ. It was a great it was a great time. Yeah, he can he can flip the switch anytime he wants. The crowd's always going to be behind. It's an it's an odd main still. event though, like a seemingly meaningless tag to to headline your show after you've yeah, after you've, after just, you've that. just lost a heap of viewers. This is this is the main <laughs> yeah. event. W- was there a better main event they could have slapped on here? Uh, SmackDown well, right now. I, I mean, because it sort of seems like our WWE Championship is nothing, right? Because yeah, beca- and now and even like Bray Wyatt insanely over because he's still dealing with the Seth nonsense. Uh, he's not appearing on SmackDown, right? You know, what I mean, and he's yeah. still top of the company right now. Yeah, no. For this, I would have them rather just Roman Reigns and Nakamura have a proper. That intercontinental title match, just make that your main Which event. Which is weird. You go. think that that see that has main event written all over it. Two of the two two of the better yeah. workers, you know, on you the You can even let Rowan win. I don't care. I don't care. It's a good main event. <laughs> yeah. He, he let him yeah, let him bring that title back. But that was it. That was it for SmackDown. There you have it. That uh, was uh that was the week. Yeah. That's it. No pay per views next week. We just got more more regular stuff. No draft. <sighs> Regular season. We're okay, the, we're okay. Regular now we're season in the regular now. season. Okay, all this preseason yeah. drafting nonsense is over. We can just get. Uh, we can just keep moving. Was uh, let's uh, let's let's. Uh, we only got a couple more things to do here on the show. Let's finish this one off with the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. I'll just go into it. I'm just going to say it. Darby Allen. Darby Allen did stuff this week that I've never seen somebody do. He's inspired me to maybe want to try to do things with my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> um, I see somebody like him and think to myself, wow, you can do so much with your hands taped behind your back. What am I doing? Yes. And, uh, well, and, for, and for that reason, you're my wrestler of the week. All right. Well, it doesn't happen often, but uh, this week we have a unanimous decision. Unanimous. Of course, I will pick Darby Allen as well. He, uh, for all the reasons you said, just a great match, great main event. He's uh, a guy that like a year ago, I probably didn't even know him. And uh, he's just consistently been putting on great performances. And this was another one. And you know what? I don't don't think I even knew about him until... One of those AEW the things. The Cody match, maybe. Where, uh, <laughs> the Cody match was when I really stood out. I'm like, holy. Like, I saw him before when he was, like, fighting Jimmy Havoc. Okay, shit, was, was, the Cody, was the Cody match before the Janela Havoc? I can't remember the exact whatever, order. Whatever, whatever the, the order was. That's the one that put him on the map and for dude, me. yeah, getting it. it yeah, t- you want to talk getting yourself over. Like, one yeah. match with Cody Rhodes is enough to fuck. <laughs> is enough to do it and it's i like that the so far that's like the only draw in uh like they don't go to that finish all the time but it was a good it was a good time limit drop yeah. you know sometimes that's okay to good, have that they're still doing it's it they're still announcing in those matches like 10 10, yeah, 10 minutes, like 10 minutes. Blah, 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 blah. yeah and there you have it folks so, a unanimous yeah. unanimous wrestler of the week congratulations darby allen 
Um, I'm trying to remember who was the last one. I that think was uh, I think Lacey Evans was our was unanimous oh, yeah. that week that, when she when had the, the, sh- the sh- one of the biggest weeks in pro one wrestling. Of the biggest weeks she in swept everything history. Uh, she was the tweet. Yeah. We're putting her over the Grand Slam champion of that the week. Grand Slam champion. The the work. It's like hitting the cycle. It's very hard the, to do, but she yeah, did it. Yeah, she she just hit for the cycle. Uh, the yeah. shoot heard round the world. It's uh, that's that's certainly going to be one of my shooty moments of the year. Um, oh yeah, the, opening that's opening Twitter there. to see the top fucking trending thing, and, oh, yeah. and all I the responses. Oh my god, that 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 has shooty on the, the global news and shit talking about that it. That has moment of the year written all over it. I also love that there were so yeah. many of those like verified Twitter accounts. So like you know people possibly in media or whoever they are, yeah. who like talk like worked. getting fucking worked. And I love <laughs> like just, can you believe the disrespect from this woman? Yeah, like oh here in Canada we don't we 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 respond to acts of aggression with acts of kindness and I'm like you were getting <laughs> fucking worked yo oh my yeah, god it was, it was great it was great well we're gonna save that for the shooties yeah. I'll take any opportunity I can to positively talk about <laughs> any this any opportunity yeah. so. folks that's all the time we have for this week on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast you can rate, review, like, and subscribe on all the things Apple, Spotify, yeah, uh, Google YouTube stuffs maybe um, maybe in time for the shooties I'm gonna Go on that cameo site and get Lacey Evans to record a message. For yeah, me. who knows? Who knows? If we, I wish I'd, I need to do it sooner than later because the price keeps going up. Her price keeps going up. Exactly, <laughs> it's going to happen. Started right? at twenty, now it's at like thirty-five. Oh, and, oh my uh, god, we need we we just need a quick, we just, if we if we had a quick Maybe, little uh, message listeners of her. Ex- we'll start, do a Kickstarter. If her accepting our yes. award for yes. Shoot Brothers yes. Moment yes. of the Year. Uh, yes, uh, you know, it's like I would like to thank. I would like I would to like thank Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do a be- you do a better you do a better Southern Bell accent than I do. I mean, do you think like we can just give her a script and she'll just read it as long as there's nothing offensive? I don't I, I don't I don't know put I don't, us I don't over, know Lacey, how that works. You no, know, you 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 could you look know. into it. Maybe I'll look. Thirty-five American. I don't know. That's. I mean. Oh, that's like yeah, that's we'll like see. seventy we'll Canadian. That's not. Uh, that, that's <laughs> wet. I don't know. It's a lot, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I can sweet talk her into something. Else. So, <sighs> okay. Uh, you, yeah. You you get sweet talking, Mike. We'll see what happens. Yes. Okay. F- I know how to. I know how to treat a southern lady. I'm sure you don't. Okay, folks. That's all the time we have okay. this week on the show. We'll be back next week on the Lacey Evans Report. <laughs> on, we'll this to. week on the Lacey Evans podcast. A uh, lot of exciting <laughs> things, folks. We'll be back next week. I'm sure we got raw, and then more. The Wednesday Night Wars. We'll keep going on. Of course, maybe we'll have some trivia for yes. you. Uh, maybe we'll have some trivia for you next maybe. week too. Um, yeah. Until then. Maybe. Mike?